This is Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, which is part of the Replicate Podcast Network. It is a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. Here is your host, Chris Swain. Today on the podcast, we are going to discuss the most surprising deacons meeting ever. Before you tune out immediately after hearing the word deacons meeting, I just want to point out that we're really leaning into kind of a leadership discussion. So we're discussing the Long Hollow Revival, what God has been doing and what God is continuing to do in our midst. Uh, it's incredible. It is amazing. We are so uh, feel so blessed by what God is doing. And as we chronicle this journey, just to share, and, and one, one reason really is for us to remember. We want to continually remember and celebrate what God is doing and what he has done. And then we want to share with others the great things that God is doing. And one of the things that really uh, was interesting that came up in the midst of all of this was a, a meeting we had with our core leadership. Here at Long Hollow, we have a deacon body, and we really look to those uh, as our key leaders in our church. And so going into this meeting, we had just come out of not meeting in person uh, for four weeks. Um, we, we had uh, planned to do a, a prayer service on Tuesday nights. We were baptizing uh, person after person. And we knew going into this meeting that we needed to really just talk to the leadership. We wanted to give some updates, but there were some really special and key elements to this meeting that we mm. wanted to share that we felt like uh, are a big part of this story. Yeah, I would say uh, just something you said earlier just got me thinking. In, in the Bible, I think it's something like 250 times in the Old Testament, God says, remember, mm. remember. Um, we were even commenting before we started. I have a journal here where I've documented um, just about everything from the you beginning. Say a journal because I see three journals. Actually, three journals. Yeah, I actually have five <laughs> journals, but three main journals. <laughs> I would loot, you know me. I would replace them, so I'd pick up another journal and another journal. But anyway, I'm down to three major journals. But uh, I'm so thankful because at the time. I'm thinking, oh, I remember that. What are you talking about? It just happened. I, I remember it like it was yesterday because it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but now, you know, 12, 11 weeks in, right. 11 weeks from when it started, it's like, okay, uh, I'm not going to remember that. I can't remember what happened, but thank God I, I, I journaled. So just a side note to you, encouragement, uh, journal what God's doing. Mm -hmm. You want to remember. Um, I, think of, I think of when God took the nation of Israel to the Jordan River right before they're about to cross the promised land, 40 years in the making, two leaders, uh, Moses, now Joshua, the people are ready, generations hungry, yeah. they're ready to get in, all the promises of God realized, yeah. and right before their foot hits the dry ground and um, they walk across the Jordan, God says, stop. Go gather some rocks, mm -hmm. and I want you to go ahead and put stones, spiritual stones in the on the ground yeah. as a remembrance of what I've done. And it just reminds us that we need to remember. I, I want to preach a sermon coming up soon called, How Big Is Your Rock Pile? <laughs> well, and, and the interesting thing is here, you know, we talk about journaling. It's easy to journal when things are going well. Mm. But I find that journaling when things are not going great is even more profound. Mm. I remember as a brand new believer, we had a prayer chapel on our church campus with these little prayer letters. You could go in, you could write out a prayer and leave it there. And people that would come in would pray over those prayers. And I remember going back two or three years later and reading one that I had written because they're anonymous. You don't sign them. 
and thinking, man, I was in a tough spot. I was in a challenging moment. I needed prayer, and I looked at God had brought me through that. I got to go back and celebrate, even though that prayer request was tough, even though the moment was difficult. I was celebrating later that God had done something in the midst of that. So, Well, speaking of remembering, um, one year ago, I decided to venture out on the porch. It was a Sunday at 159. So apparently I'd left the church. Yeah. COVID just started. And I, like you, was in a season of uncertainty and yeah. didn't know what was going to happen. And so I'm sitting out on the porch and I, and I tweet this and someone sent me this and said, one year ago today, this happened. And I tweeted, join me in praying for revival. Mm. Many of you have prayed for a Holy Spirit revival that's only been read about in books. Mm -hmm. Could this be the catalyst God uses to bring it to the world? Ooh. Revival starts with you. Ask him to revive your family. Come Lord Jesus. And that was one year ago today. That was one year ago today. <laughs> and so it's interesting how you remember things. So uh, the deacons meeting. Now, let me just confess to you, Chris, up to this point, mm -hmm. prayer pay, played a small part in the preparatory activity of a deacons meeting. Mm. Most of the activity of a deacons meeting in preparation was to look at uh, bullet points and lists and updates. charts and updates and, yeah. and big events. And we were all fresh out of uh, waking up. Yeah, well, <laughs> we our deacons meetings at our deacons meetings we get here at seven thirty on Saturday. Yeah, seven fifteen on Saturday. It starts at eight, and so it's a Saturday. We're yeah. rolling. You know, a lot of us are yeah getting up early. And um, but this deacons meeting would be the first deacons meeting back mm -hmm. after the move of God. So here, here's how I know where we are because I wrote it down. It's February 2021 at this time. Mm -hmm. We have seen in in one month up to this point, 246 people baptized in a month. Mm. And we have, and, and, and keep in mind, those four weeks were all online. Right. That's what's amazing. No in-person gathering. No in-person gathering. 200 plus people we, showed up to be baptized. Right. We had the first gathering and then the rest were online. And in the seven weeks up to that point, 400 and 34 baptisms in seven weeks. So we're going into this deacons meeting, and I told the, the lead team, which you're on, and our ministry advisory council, which would be like elders here at Long Hollow, which is four laymen. Mm -hmm. I said, guys, I really think uh, we need to coat this meeting in prayer, and here's why. As I sat on the porch with the Lord, and this is the regimen I've, I've been in, is the Holy Spirit will begin to speak to you over time, and you begin to hear his voice a lot clearer. Mm -hmm. um, and so I start, and, and I take notes on the porch. I think I might have talked about this. So I go out there, I do silence and solitude for 20 minutes or 40 minutes or sometimes an hour. And then after that, I will sit in silence and ask the Lord for discernment or ask the Lord to discern my heart. I would do the examen, which is a practice of Ignatius. Uh, or I will say, God, you speak to me. I'm about to lead a deacon's meeting. What do you want me to say? Mm. I'm, about to, I'm about to lead a staff meeting. What do you want me to say? This is my day. What do you want to have? Okay. I started writing in my journal this. Mm. I felt like God wanted me to go in to the deacon's meeting and basically call some of the deacons out for living in sin. Hmm. Hmm, that's what I said. That's a great, that's a great way to start. <laughs> that's what I said. I said, uh, come again, Lord. <laughs> let me let me make sure I get this right. And I thought, 
calling these deacons out for living in sin and looking at pornography. And the Lord just showed me, and I felt like this was the Lord, that you have a bunch of men in your deacon body who are looking at porn. And so, man, I was praying about that for a week and I, with fear and trepidation. And, and this is our first meeting back. We hadn't met with these guys because of COVID in two right. months, and in person at least. Uh, actually, we hadn't met with them in person oh, in almost a, long, a year. Yeah, we'd been it was a year. Uh, we met online, yeah. sorry. So it had, it's the first meeting back in a year. Great meeting, Pastor. What are we going to talk about? Right. We're going to talk about your sin. So as you can imagine, you know, when you when I feel like I have a, a real definitive word from God to deliver, kind of like the prophets, it's not normally something you are overjoyed about sharing. Let's just be honest, right? One of the things about a prophet of the Old Testament is that they were never respected during their lifetime. They were only honored after they died. Jeremiah, zero converts, 20 years. Nobody, not a person. And some of you are at churches now thinking, well, we hadn't had one in a while. Hang in there. Jeremiah was at it for 20 years. So I called the, the MAC, the Ministry Advisory Council, and the lead team together, and I said, hey, the meeting starts at 8. Would you meet me at the church at 7? We're going to get on our knees, get on our faces, and we're going to pray for one hour mm -hmm. in preparation, or 45 minutes because we wanted to get out with a little time to greet. 45 minutes, we're going to pray for God to move in this meeting. Mm -hmm. I, I was so convicted about it that uh, I needed to, I got up an hour and a half earlier at 5.30 and went to my prayer shed and prayed for an hour before the hour of prayer to, in the meeting. And I simply just cried out to the Lord. I want to, here's what I was praying. You may be saying, what did you pray for that long? Here's what I was praying. God, not so much what I said, although I wanted to you know, the, the, the Lord promised to give us the right words in that moment. The spirit will give you the words to say, yeah. I really wanted God to make my heart right so that I communicated it with the right attitude. Mm. I wanted to come at it with the right, um, the right heart condition. Well, let's just be honest. You didn't want to do it at all. <laughs> I did not want to do it. In fact, in, in fact, I will share this. And I told y'all this, remember I woke up that morning and I had a spiritual battle going on in my head. The enemy was on me. And people say, well, and, and I used to say this too, Chris, I know this may be controversial, but I used to say, well, once you're a Christian, the devil can't speak in your head. You know, that once you're filled with the spirit of God, the devil can't tempt you in your head. And I used to say that an unclean vessel, uh, an unclean um, spirit cannot live in a clean vessel. Yeah, that's true. But I am convinced now that the enemy can tempt you in your mind. Mm. And the reason I know that is because I'm experiencing it. Now, prior to this move of God months ago, I would have said, oh, no, no, what are you talking about? And maybe the reason you aren't experiencing it is like me. Mm -hmm. You're not walking in the spirit at a level where the, there's no need for a spiritual attack. There's no need for our spiritual yeah. onslaught, okay? So I wake up that morning, and in my head, here's what I hear. You're not going to share that. You're going to lose your job. They're going to get rid of you. What are you talking? Don't share that. In fact, tone it down. Don't go in and say, pornography. Just say, Hey, I have a feeling some of you guys are struggling with immorality. Let's pray. Don't, don't, don't be so harsh, Robbie. You, you don't want to lose your job. And right away, I'm, and you probably had this kind of reeling in your head. And I thought that's not of the Lord. The Lord gave me a word here. Here's the line I want to leave us with before the break. Don't question in the dark what God has revealed in the light.
As you lead your disciple-making movement, the Replicate Network provides ongoing practical training and a community of like-minded church leaders to help you and your church thrive. Each month, you'll get frameworks, a Q&A time with Robbie Gallaty, and access to our online forums and groups. We will provide you with prayer and personal support, practical resources, discounts, and benefits as you seek to make disciples who make disciple-makers. Check out the Replicate Network today at replicatenetwork.com. And we're back. We're talking about the Long Haul Revival, specifically leaning into a a leadership meeting that we had. We uh, have Deacon Body here, and we have a meeting with them on an infrequent basis at this point due to COVID, but we wanted to get back in person. And specifically, you knew God was calling you to challenge and really call to repentance, if you will, Mm. uh, some of these leaders. And so you're going to clarify a little bit more of that, but I don't want us to skip over. You know, God called us to come in and pray before this meeting. Typically for a deacon's meeting, we would be prayerful, but it would it would be let's start this meeting with a prayer versus let's as leaders gather and pray specifically for what God can do today in this meeting. And so uh, as you continue to, to walk us through what happened, I don't want us to, to uh, speed over that part of, yeah. of how critical that was, I think, uh, to what God did in us that morning. Yeah, and I would say whether it's a deacon's meeting or a staff meeting or a business meeting at your office or any kind of meeting, the principles here are all the same. Mm-hmm. How, how much time are you spending praying before the meeting? How much time are you spending in praying about the meeting? You know, so in, in full confession, there was very little time. I mean, I would pray the casual, you know, the uh, obligatory 10-minute prayer. You know, Lord mm-hmm. bless this time. Lord bless our yeah. plans. Bless our speech. Um, so here's here's the outline. I still have what I said, and I'll just share with you what God put in my heart, and I'll show you what happened. Mm-hmm. So we get up to the deacons meeting. We had I had prayed about an hour before. I'd gotten here with the with the um, with the uh, seven men myself. We prayed for 45 minutes, and God really met with us. Those guys said some things in prayers. If in prayer you remember, really affirmed me. Mm-hmm. and said, Robbie, I know you don't want to make this about you. I know this is Jesus's church, not yours, but God uses a man. And I believe God's going to use you mm-hmm. to, to, to lead our deacon body. And if you remember, Long Hollow, since I'd gotten here five years at the time, um, I felt like, Chris, we've never fully, completely been in unity on board together. I just feel like there's been some some disunity at times, and I get it because you know, we lost our pastor years ago and, and now you got this new pastor and a new team and then you got COVID. And so we were just coming back. This is not the message on how to win friends and influence people to build a deacon's body. So I get in there and here's how I start. I said, there's two major issues that can happen in a Christian's life that are equally devastating. The first one is this, the presence of God in your midst and you don't know it. So, so surely the Lord was in this place, but we did not know it. That's, that's, that's a devastating thing. And it happens. Sometimes Lord's here and you miss it. And I said, for some of you, we're going to go through this move of God and you're going to miss it. But an equally devastating issue is the absence of God in your life and you don't know it. Some of you have the appearance of godliness, but deny its power. Some of you look 
godly but have no power. And so what I said is this line, and here's the line I want to give you. I've used this with my staff. The Lord gave me this a while back. Um, and It's not original to me, but I'll just share with you. Here's the line. A river will never rise higher than its source. A river will never rise higher than its source, meaning if the, if the source, which is the staff, the pastoral staff, the leadership, the CEO, the CFO, the COO, the deacon body, if the source is not seeking God, if the source is not living in repentance, if the source is not praying and asking God to move, then how can we expect the river to rise beyond the source? Mm -hmm. We can't. It doesn't work that way. So what I said is, guys, for years, I tried to build a church of my own power. And if you remember, I just began to share my own struggles, and I began to confess my own sin before these men. Yeah. And I said, hey... I want you to know, I went out to the porch thinking I was going to fix Long Hollow, fix the deacons, fix the staff, and God showed me that's not the problem. You're the problem. And I began to confess my own pride and began to seek God more, and I began to be counseled and consulted and comforted by the Holy Spirit. And so I said to them, I said, I want you to look at me. I want to apologize for trying to be someone that, I, that I'm not early on. I felt the pressure of stepping into a church, a, a larger church. I felt the pressure of filling the shoes of a very effective, loved, successful pastor. And I, I feel like at times I wasn't true to myself. Mm. And so I want to apologize to you for that. Uh, I tried to do things so that I could be accepted. And here's what I, here's what I am going to tell you now. I'm going to be true to myself and I'm going to be real with you. And more importantly, I'm going to be real before the Lord. Mm. And I said, guys, here's what you need to realize. Until you get real with God, God's never going to get real or be real to you. Mm. And I said, and then here's the transition. I said, now saying all that, as I began to pray for this meeting with the Lord, the Holy Spirit began to speak this to me. And guys, I want to share this with you with love, but here's what I think's happening right now. There are deacons right now who are looking at porn. There are deacons right now who are worshiping worthless idols. There are deacons right now filled with sin and pride. And I said, I don't know who you are, but I know this river will never rise higher than the source of this room. So I'm going to ask you right now to confess your sin to God, not to me, to God. Mm -hmm. I said, now some of you uh, looking at porn, I said, now we have our member care team here. We will help you get through this. We will counsel you. We will walk with you. I'm not, we're not going to throw you out, um, shoot our, our wounded. We want to help you. But I know in a group this size, I said, there are some of you who are addicted to porn and you can't stop and don't have a desire to stop. And so I'm going to ask you, and this was bold, I, hadn't, I did not plan to say this, but this is what I said. I'm going to ask you right now, at the end of this meeting, to go home and pray. And if you are unwilling to repent of pornography, I'm going to ask you to quietly resign as a deacon of Long Hollow. Hmm. Because we are only as strong as the weakest link. And you, my friend, may be the blood clot to the revival that God has for Long Hollow. So I love you. I'm still going to be your friend. I'm still going to care for you. We still want you here at Long Hollow. 
but I don't want you to be the blood clot for the revival at Long Hollow. And then I stopped. And um, I felt like the Lord saying, shut up. You, you said way more than you need to say. Um, and then all of a sudden, if you remember, you could sense the Lord moving. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, guy stands up. He says, Pastor Robbie, I need to apologize to you for being critical of you, for being judgmental of you when you got here. I want you to know I'm all in. I'm all into this church. I'm all into this. Then he sat down, and he was emotional. I started getting yeah. emotional. Another guy stood up in the corner. I want you to know, man, thank God our pastor was honest. You know, And so they started speaking. And here's what's interesting about the Lord. When God's moving like that, and I believe when you code it with prayer like we did, mm-hmm. the Spirit begins to prick the hearts of the people and move among the people where they begin to say things in the body mm-hmm. that you can never say that way or even with that impact. Yeah. And then the final one, I mean, this went on for what, 30, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe? One man after another, women stood up and just said, hey, I want to speak for the women in here, and we're supporting, we're behind you. And then one man, and here's what's interesting, he was he's a, c- a close friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he texts me, he's got my cell phone number, he texts me, and he stood up, he's right in front of me, if you remember, and he stood up, he's about my age, weeping. Mm-hmm. And he said, I need to ask your forgiveness. He said, my family has been very critical of you recently, critical of the decisions through COVID, critical of the things you've done recently. And he said, God has called me to publicly repent of that. Hmm. And I want you to, and he's crying and I'm crying and we're all crying at this point, grown men, bunch of grown men and women crying. And the power of God was there in a palpable way. And he said, and so we finished, I went over at the end, hugged him. We both cried together. And, um, when we finished that meeting, Chris, we did a couple little things at the end, and then we prayed. They, they got up and said, we want to pray over you, Pastor. Mm-hmm. We want to pray over our staff. And I think when we left that meeting, that was the beginning mm-hmm. of a change in the deacon body yeah. at Long Hollow. Don't you agree? Yes. Because now what happens is there wasn't this pomp and prestige and pride and arrogance of let's lead a meeting with programs and uh, bullet points and outlines. No, no, we're going to come in here and we're going to get right with God. And we believe if we get right with God as a body, mm-hmm. then the river will rise to the source. Yeah. And so that's what we did. And with our key leaders, deacons and their wives, when they get bought in and God is moving like that, there's just not a lot of room for all the other stuff. <laughs> Praise God. And so if you enjoyed this podcast, hopefully it's been helpful to you. You can share it with someone, text them right now, link to the podcast. You can rate us wherever you listen or get your podcast. We would appreciate that. Thanks for listening until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive more free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.